Welcome to Mom is Home with the Viva. Welcome back to Rome is Home. It's Joe and Viva. Viva, how are we? Today it's okay, but the weather has been horrible. Yeah, the last few days, very, very rainy. Yesterday, it's 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 a mix of like it was. It was actually pretty cool. We have like this great thunder storm happening somewhere in the background on the sea. You see that. Then it pours heavily for a while. But then, like for a good chunk of the night too, it was just blowing like crazy. So it was just crazy we, wind, yeah. And we have these annoying shutters kind of thing. Which actually, fun fact: I've only seen these here. Probably these weird Italian shutters. I don't, yeah. they, they probably exist. I've just never seen them. I think any- I've seen them in Spain as well, but it's I've never seen them in North America. Right. Well, you, prob- you don't have screens. You don't have mosquito screens. That's not a thing here. Some people do, but some people do, but generally don't. No. They don't. So open the windows. You can just open them to get some fresh air in, and then at night, I guess you bring the shutters down. Yes, the shutters. It's yeah. It's like an external curtain, but it's weird. It's like plastic, and if you like lower it all the way down, it has like perforations in it, so air can kind of come in. And honestly, they're big enough where mosquitoes still come in. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the times, well, the, since we've been here, we haven't had too, too many mosquitoes. Although they, October when we first moved in, it was a little bit annoying. A little bit, but they, I they, don't know if we talked about that, but they do some kind of spraying. A few times during the summer, they, 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 they send out a, a memo to the city saying, oh, close your windows. Close your windows that night because we're going to spray the whole city. And apparently that helps with the mosquito problem. Population, yeah. yeah. Actually, it's, it's funny that we're kind of, we're talking about Italian stuff. This is sort of like, we've been chatting about doing more very specific facts about life here in Italy. I know sometimes we might take, we try and do that our best, but actually from now you just heard a few things like, yeah, even just the idea of uh, them spraying mosquitoes. I've never seen that no. ever back. I don't think they'd ever do that. No. Um, sometimes I wish they do something, you know, back home during May what is it, May, September or August? It's just, it's so bad at night. Like you have to wait till almost like 10 p.m. Not in the city though. If you're talking about the country. Oh, the country. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm the talking country about the country. Really bad. talking about the country. City, growing up in El Perro, never was never really a big problem. No? Uh, now, even in Houston, where we were, it wasn't a problem. Now, my friend who lived yeah. closer to um, a bayou and a little bit more wooded area she had crazy amount of mosquitoes but even in houston it wasn't that big of a problem we didn't have anything considering we live close to the buffalo bayou shout out to our old stomping grounds yeah, we were just... <laughs> for two years but still whatever yeah, 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 yeah. We were, i don't care it's part of it's part of us we we like absorb just a little bit of it it was I a great so. time in I our think life so. so that's that's one fun fact yeah i mean and yeah, the sliding shutters. We'll send a, we'll probably put a picture of that on Patreon or something. Just or so a video, a, yeah, yeah. Just so you get a sense of what we're talking about, because it's hard to kind of materialize in your mind what we're saying. But yeah, no. So the rain has been crazy. And yes. it's not like back home. Back home, you have a few days of full-on rain. It rains a lot throughout the day, and then the accumulation is what you're getting. Here, it's a crazy downpour, and then the sun just randomly comes out. Yes, like, it's... <gasps> 
pack up the kids. Let's go. Let's let's dress them up. Let's go for a walk. And then raining right after raining. You can't know exactly when it's gonna rain because there's a mix of blue sky, sun, and a giant gray cloud coming in. That maybe you see, maybe you don't. And then there's a crazy rain. So it's just in and out rain. I don't know how to describe it, but it's really hard to. It's also plan anything around that. It's also very annoying for me in Rome. Well, just anywhere. It's just again, I I walk fifteen minutes to the train station here, so there's like this is where stretches where I'm outside, and then in Rome, I usually have to walk depending on where I get off. Let's say ten minutes, but yeah, but like just on Friday, it was fine in Santa Maranella, perfect. But in Rome, my my little scoot back and forth, just heavy downpour again, just for the just for the duration of the walk. Then it stops and kind of comes out <laughs> for a little bit. It's like okay, uh, so I've been dodging, but yeah, but you know, honestly, if we reflect back. September and October, did it even rain ever? It might have rained it at rained night. It rained twice at night, I think, and that was it. So sun, blue sky all the time. So this is a very big change. So and uh, yeah, for people who are back home in Canada, I guess we let's we can't complain too much because I <laughs> true wasn't it was it last week I looked at the weather and well where my folks are near uh, Guelph, Ontario, and your folks in Montreal. I think you guys are getting like thirty mar- centimeters. I think. Did you guys have snow in Montreal? <laughs> Probably. Oh, yeah, like 20 to 30 centimeters from what I heard. Oh I, I may be wrong Already? a few centimeters. But, well, oh, yeah. And and in in Quebec, you have a rule. You have to have winter tires by December 15th. So no one had winter tires. Ooh. Yeah, it was. But yeah, I'm no, sure it was very interesting. But we saw like minus 22 C weather with the wind chill and everything already. <laughs> and I think on that day I was looking, we were having 16, 17 C rainy. I think I'll take that. Well, okay. So where we are, it's okay. But I've seen pictures and oh, yeah. videos of other places, or other zones in Santa Marinella. It's fully flooded. I mean, some streets just a bit east of uh, where we go to grocery store, Eurospin. Some yeah. streets, some people uh, completely uh, inside their house even, there is maybe like a foot of water. So it's pretty bad. Schools are closed even tomorrow. Oh, speaking of which, we we noticed this funny observation because we were asking around a few friends of ours whether or not this was the worst rainy weather that they've had here in Santa Maranella, and they had mentioned that it was it it's it's up there. Uh, for one friend, they said it was probably the worst. Another friend said we've had something like this many many years ago. But we were just chatting, me and Genevieve, about my experience every time I've moved somewhere in Calgary, for example. The following year, Calgary had like the worst flood in a long time, like the whole lower part of Calgary, for those who are familiar with it, from, I don't know, 25th Ave all the way to, I'm even thinking 17th Ave downtown, like it was just ruined. Um, So that was that. And then in Houston, when we moved there as well, the, I guess two years in a row, I think Houston had like the worst flooding. Well, no, now they... We left, and then after they had worse Another flooding one? with Harvey. Yeah, remember Harvey? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty bad. The, the years before that, it was not as generalized, but yeah, there was, was a, flooding. It was a pretty rare occurrence to have that amount of flooding that we had in Houston. When we moved to Delhi, Ontario, didn't necessarily have like a lot of flooding due to, you know, like rivers overflowing and anything like that, but our backyard was heavily flooded, and our neighbor had mentioned like, yeah, it was never... It was never that much uh, water bogged, you know, since I've been here. <laughs> and there was so much rain that our sub pump... It was on all the time. It was on all the time. And then it just decided to block one day. And so our... Oh, yeah, the basement. The basement had a little bit of uh, water there. The joys of... Fun so, time. <laughs> so 
what we're trying also on October 4th when we got married, very rainy as well. Oh, it must have been like 30 to 40 millimeters of rain. The day before was fantastic. And the day after was fantastic. Beautiful. Where are we going with this? It seems like wherever we go, there's water. Now we're not superstitious or anything, but it's just, it's just funny that it just, every time we go somewhere, there's a lot of water. I don't know what it is, but anyways, that's, that's sort of the story of our life. Water as we go. So enough about the weather. How was our week? Week. Week was, it was fine. I'm going through sort of a sinus headache-y kind of thing. I, it's, it's so annoying. Um, I've had this for quite some time. Like I don't necessarily get sick. I don't get, let's say the, like a traditional flu or cold or I have like a cough or anything like that. What I usually get is just like nasal drip and I guess running no, runny nose and just a very pain headache and foggy brain a very painful headache i'm not saying it's a migraine but if i don't take anything i really can't function and it's honestly i think for me that's that's like the biggest pain of having to study here if i have these any type of these sicknesses or just not sickness but if i'm not like fully mentally focused like i love my mind when it's super sharp because it's just very interesting i can just focus on a topic for like hours think about it but once these um, mental fog thingies come in, it's it's painful. Now, we've we've looked into that. And maybe we'll even tie in like even this. Or we had a discussion about naturopaths and stuff like that. We've in a few times in our life we've tried to cut things out. Uh, the first big one, proper one, was probably the elimination diet. Although you had tried to eliminate gluten and dairy back in Houston, right? Just to kind of like address some of right. these things. Are we are we just eating something? We're pretty big on that. Is it is it the stuff we're eating? Is it something so easy to control? Because every time I go to the doctors to get it checked out, and I should have done this in Houston, but I didn't. So that's kind of a, a annoying thing that I didn't do. Anytime I went to a doctor in Canada, they always, you know, they before you see a specialist, always like jam me up with the nasal sprays and stuff like that. I just don't want to use them because every time I use them, it just doesn't resolve it. It's a funny story, actually, because when you you went to see your family doctor in Delhi, I told him, you've tried the nasal sprays. Make sure you don't get nasal sprays this time. Tell her you want a referral. Make sure. And you're like, yeah, 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 I know. I'm I'm done with the nasal sprays. And you came back with nasal sprays. <laughs> You know, you know, honestly, in my, in my, in her defense, she, she recommended something that I've never even thought of recommending. I, I, I thought maybe she was doing it as a joke or something, but I looked it up as actually somewhat, I think they're saying her recommendation was avoid Wi-Fi. Apparently Wi-Fi well, can make you sick, like the routers. Electromagnetic, magnetic yeah. fields, EMFs. Yeah. And particularly from, from, she said, and the only thing that would really get us in the house is Wi-Fi. So. I'm like, well, that's a first. So she said, try to unplug your Wi-Fi and get nasal spray. I'm like, oh my gosh. So, that was different. The, so anyway, so we've, we've been slowly looking to, and I think one day, even maybe here, but I know even for Jumviev, just you've always had this inflammation I have ish, inflammation. Issues. Just overall inflammation. I had, we had, we had a history of infertility that was coming from me. I have, you know, no details, but I have IBS and I have very red facial skin and, you know, a lot of little things, and I know for sure. I have a little, little bit of eczema, like, randomly, and that, that's all inflammation. And I know for a fact it's it comes from somewhere. I just don't know where. And I want a doctor to sit with me and look through all the possibilities of where it could be coming from. But I've never really had that experience before, except for our 
OBGYN down in Houston. All right, that was that was that was a great specialist. Doctor Hildreth, yeah. he was great, but then he was only doing this for fertility, and we looked yeah. at fertility stuff. But I think it's just a generalized inflammation that I have, and I, I want to be able to find the source. So, so we'll share little bits and pieces that are interesting in the future because we're gonna not gonna spend too much time talking about Italian doctors, although we hear great things about the Italian healthcare system. Depending on who you go to, you hear funny stories. So we'll share that another time as a right. as a fun also, fact. But maybe you can mention your visit with your friend. Yeah, I, I was going to talk about that. Um, I, I I actually had a really busy week because I've been juggling a few work contracts. So it's been a really busy time. Right now I'm working on the most excited contract. It's with um, the Medical Council of Canada. Right, and you I can't say much. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say much because it's about a um, testing that they're they're doing. But I'm really enjoying the work. It's really fun. And I really feel it's it's the most legit work I've done so far. And I feel it's really using my talents and my experience. I'm really stoked about that. But then it keeps me very busy. But on Friday afternoon, I had a friend come over. I say a friend. We've only been chatting on WhatsApp. but Someone you I, met online. Right. Yeah. I reached, reached out to a few local moms because I wanted to practice my Italian. And I said that in exchange, I could offer French or English. And this, I mentioned before, I met with a mom. And this mom connected me with this lady who has two girls almost exactly the same age as our daughters. And she actually speaks English to her kids because she wants them to learn. And so we this first meeting was in English, which was perfect because otherwise I would have been very stressed. But she co she came over here. We spoke English, got to know each other. Very friendly and nice lady. And her kids are so sweet and adorable. And the oldest one was a bit shy. And Teresa was crazy for some reason. Our Teresa, who used to be so cute and shy, she was... She's Super friendly, a little bit crazy, a little bit excited. Yeah, she's, she's changing, and even I'm just even thinking how she's changing. Even Monica too. Now she's doing just random aside. She's doing her funny little frowns, like yeah. she's just frowning now. Yeah. She's she like, used to be smiling all the time. Now she looks at us with an angry like, face. Like, Whoa, okay, <laughs> what a change! We'll have to see where that goes. But no, continue. Yeah. Right. So the oldest girl was a bit shy, but then eventually she warmed up and she was speaking Italian with Teresa and Teresa was repeating everything she was saying. So all of us, we were happy The the mom, the other mom was really happy that she had someone, someone else to have a plate in, in English with. And then I yes. was really happy because I have this Italian mom I can reach out to if I have questions about life here or words in Italian I'm missing but I can do that in English because her English is perfect. But at the same time, kids will be able to teach a little bit of Italian yes. to the girls because they're at the same age. They can play together. Towards the end, they were playing together so well. They were laughing out loud. They were giggling. It was adorable. That's you awesome. missed it because you were in school. But it was really great. And when she left, I just had this overwhelming feeling of, oh, this is going to be great for our family. And then she texted me again saying, oh, I feel so great about this. I'm like, yeah, me too. So I have high hopes for this friendship. I think it's going to be great. And then we only spoke English, but then hopefully she said that uh, we can practice my Italian as well. So I think overall it's going to be a really great experience. Yeah, and I think and I, we've mentioned this before in a previous podcast. I, I, this is really good that you're doing this because I think it allows us to slowly integrate into actually the city. I, we love the expats here. They've been so supportive. But it's nice too to be able to just you know get to know the locals. Like even just that you asked her about like drinking water. Because yeah. there was some uncertainty about whether the 
drinking tap water. water. Sorry, the tap water was was you know just safe to drink. We've heard some people say yes, some people say no, but this lady said it was what she said it was fine. Yeah, I still need to do a bit of investigation, but we were buying our bottled water because someone told us that since the. Oh, that's an interesting Italian system. Italian insight. Yeah, we 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 drink for for the most time just bottled water. Just yeah. FYI, it's pretty cheap though for a for a liter. It's ten cents, ten euro euro cents, which is not bad. Even for no. sparkling and flat, it's the same price. Right. So that's pretty cheap. But um, yeah, we've we've heard from someone that the pipe system was so old that you you're not able to drink the water which which is fine we were dealing with it but then i asked her and she's like oh no we drink the tap water that was from years ago where the water was held in a very old tank but right. now they get the water directly from rome or something she said and she says that her her kids everybody she knows they drink the tap water and they're totally fine so it's a slight I, relief i mean we'll look into it more ourselves right. but just, we might experiment on ourselves a little bit to see if we have any reactions yeah, or we, we've been having it for ourselves slowly and our coffee's boiled right just slowly but yeah that's cool just to be able to have that insight from a local right yeah so it's, it's or how do i answer the buzzer when someone buzzes like amazon delivery what do i say i i was i was saying see or uh but i go which is probably not right and she says oh no you just have to say kie which means who is it <laughs> i'm like okay that's good to know so this i i, I know it's it's really awesome that you're doing that and we're slowly slowly getting more comfortable with life here and we'll definitely share more as we kind of learn more now listen to the maybe it come from me I think it's plain to see. Some people say that great. One of my favorite courses that I'm taking is on ethics. This is based on the book Neomikim Ethics. Hopefully I pronounced that right by Aristotle. I've really been... For me, I, I really enjoy the practical application and honestly it probably has to do with my engineering roots i'm a very practical person and especially when it comes to ethics really what does it mean to live a good life um, for those who are not familiar with aristotle i mean aristotle again he was a a pagan philosopher but i don't think that should really discourage you you the way if you read aristotle in the right light of course through the lens of the faith the catholic faith as saint thomas did he was able to unify, again, in his great work, Summa Theologica, and all other commentaries on stuff on, on Aristotle. Like, Aristotle was sort of the the natural lens of the world, which Aristotle, like, fused, I mean, Aquinas fused so well to give us a, a really... So don't be don't be shy to read Aristotle. Of course, he may say things that are off here and there, but, you know, if, we, if someone as great as St. Thomas Aquinas could look at him and extract very useful things, I think we can have some assurance in, in what Aristotle is talking about. But again, ethics, again, the big thing is, you know, living a good life, especially just emphasizing the, the necessity to practice virtue. Again, virtue is a, it's a huge topic for us, and especially in the Catholic faith, you know, actually practicing out virtue, living it out, you know. And I, the exciting thing I like about ethics and anything really practical is a lot of these things, you know, they can be still to useful things that we can do in our day-to-day lives. I mean, metaphysics, you know, philosophy of nature, mathematics, you know, sort of these more speculative philosophies, extremely important, you know, it's in sort of the the background and sort of the backbone understanding of sort of the immaterial world. Very interesting, fascinating, you know, all these, you know, we talk about substances and 
forms and essences and all these things. Very interesting. But for me, I always, I always, I always love just the practical approaches. Now, you know, how does, you know, for example, courage, what does courage mean? You know, what does, you know, and, and then what is the sort of the moderation of courage between, you know, is it overconfidence, you know, foolhardiness, or, you know, when is it uh, uh, cowardice, you know, and it's, it, these are, these are sort of the, we all have a general sense, you know, let's say we have a universe, yeah, you know, you know, courage is to be brave, but now, of course, it's expanded a little bit more in the Catholic faith. I think Thomas, St. Thomas does a great job talking about more about fortitude in terms of resilience. It's really nice broken down as to what exactly constitute um, fortitude, for example, right? So it's it's very interesting. I think it's worth reading into quite a bit, and just only because um, virtue again for the if you look at it from a natural level all these things can be for the uh, virtues are good habits of the soul these are good habits that one practices again the four core moral virtues that we know temperance prudence justice and fortitude these are all things that we can practice i, I don't know for me i'm just so excited by the idea that these are some things that we can do now of course with grace these we can do such like heroic things with these things which i think is the aim right but just the idea that you know, we can almost evaluate ourselves to based on sort of, well, what does it mean to be courageous? You know, how do we live that life? You know, am I sinning in an area? Am I overly afraid? Am I not being temperate enough? Am I too relaxed? One big question yeah. about courage that you've been having lately is, are you sinning by omission, for example? Where's the line between being courageous and doing something or sinning because you're actually not doing what you're supposed to be doing and where is that line for example on right. facebook comments or comments under articles right like i've i've always exercised restraint replying to things on online uh, but i've even just i i often bring these things to Genevieve and i kind of lay out my case i'm like do you see anything flawed with what i'm doing like in my my rationale because the big thing for me it's and i've, I've done that in a few cases where there probably were opportunities to say something but i didn't but then you're a very prudent person as well. As for me, I'll just say stuff like I, when, when, okay, I won't go into politics, but when Trump was elected, I, I made a comment on Facebook, which, you know, I lost friends over it, but right. was it a prudent thing to do? I don't know, but I, I felt I just had to say something. It's just finding that right balance, you right. know? These, these get, these again go all into the, the particulars about understanding each and one of these things. It's, I mean, someone like St. Alfonso Gori, again, moral theologian, great moral theologian. I, I have a few books by him where he's, yeah, he's going into really, really detail. And I, I like, you just understand this man, that he's just able to really see through all the particulars to be able to come to useful ways for people to kind of live through and navigate their life. And this is sort of, again, the beauty of the virtuous life or ethics. It's just, you know, you can say you're courageous. Are you? Like, really, ha are you? Like, you have to say that to yourself. Are you really just? And again, I spent the last maybe two episodes touching on justice, really, as, as it means. Now, of course, and temperance and everything. Again, now with the, with the faith, this is, you know, that's why I recommend even maybe looking at Aquinas because he fuses it well, almost, I would say almost perfectly well with the faith to give you really comprehensive things on judgment, scandal, courage, uh, magnanimity, all these things. And it's such an eye opener. And just being aware of these things, you know, I think this is, I think, I think this is a natural desire as one progresses, 
You know, when one wishes to progress from a lower state to a higher state, you really have to wonder what are the barriers to that higher state. And a lot of this, and again, the saints emphasize this time and time again, is this idea of self-knowledge, right? You know, the more we know ourselves, and arguably the more we know God, the more these things become evident to us, right? So, I don't know, it's just, this has been such a big deal. Even as parents, I've mentioned to Genevieve too, this idea of just the parents' role in nurturing good, solid character, virtue in our kids. Not, and I, cause I, I have a, I'll spend another episode talking about just like the idea of teaching and, you know, is it a teacher's job to build character for the kid or are they there to build up the ability of a child? In some ways, I think really the character of growth of a child is probably solely the responsibility of the parents. You know, building up that virtue at home. But at the same time, too, to build that up, that virtue, we also need to be virtuous. So this is, this is a, parents have a tough time, really. If you really want to be a good parent, you have to know, where do I fall? How do I get to a better state? And how do I ensure that I can pass it on to my kid? This is how we kind of end those, I've heard these uh, generational sins like this. You know, people say, well, my father was this, my father was that, my father. Sure, we've all had issues of, or something's passed down for us, but how do we rise up against that to stop that so that we can pass something good and holy to our children? Okay, this is virtue, practicing virtue, living out virtue. Again, Aristotle is just a good, you know, reference to go to. Aquinas is, again, he's more technical, but once you kind of get a feel for how he writes, he just writes so beautifully. It's just really, I think, recommend take the time to look into it. Virtue, again, is something that we can practice. It is within our power. Um, we have the ability to do it. Couple that with grace. I mean, this is this is where we're kind of talking about heroic virtue, you know. This is what we're striving for, right? And especially the most important virtue is charity. So, I don't know. I just felt like I mean, this is this is such a huge topic. But I'm just thinking, if you're you're interested in kind of rising from better to worse, I mean, <laughs> yeah, from well, from better. Rising from better to worse. Yeah, the, uh, negate that. I'm not going to delete that because no, see, no, no. It, it, this is this is the funny part. This is raw. Rising from worse to better because the other way it's not good. Um, you really you wouldn't rise; you would fall. Ooh, the other way. so it's not even correcting uh, grammatically. Nope. See, I got a I got a proofreader right here. She's really good. <laughs> you got, I just don't generally proofread or edit English, but you're surprisingly really good. You catch all my mistakes, but you do no, that. No, this is my wife duty. That's your wife duty. Yep. That's true. That's de facto good job that you do. <laughs> so, I. But in all seriousness. If you're looking to understand these, like, what does it mean, these particulars? Of course, you can ask someone. Maybe you have a, a knowledgeable priest. I just found in my own life very difficult to obtain these answers. And this is why I'm asking these questions. What does it mean to actually to be just? What does it mean to be, you know, temperate? How, does, how do the saints do it? You know, a lot of this you have to study. You have to look into it, ask questions. And it's more importantly, pray about it, right? You guys, the more you are filled with the Holy Spirit, filled with the gifts of the Holy Spirit, these things become slowly self-evident. So... Quick little shout out to virtue and practice it. Take it seriously. Look into it. Speaking of shout outs, I want to continue my series of shout outs to fellow Buzzsprout podcasters. This week, I want to I want to highlight the podcast called "When Losing Means Winning." This lady, she's a Catholic, although her podcast is not necessarily Catholic oriented, but she does have that little bit of exactly virtue you were talking about because her whole ideas that she lost a lot of weight and now she's in interviewing people who lost I think it's mostly going to be about weight and how they reached their goals and what you know virtue they had to build in order to reach that goal I listened to the first episode it's really awesome 
I honestly cannot wait to listen to more. So please go check her out when losing means winning. Also, we want to encourage you guys to go look at our Patreon page. We have a goal set up. When we reach 10 patrons, we will introduce two new mini podcasts. And when I say patron, it doesn't mean you have to be a full-on you know, tier member. You can whatever donate you, as much you as you want to give us. It's per month. You can change the amount when you go to the checkout. And then we'll do our podcast. My podcast will be a full French news on our life here and yeah i'll just do more of my philosophical theological rants i can go into like infinity with these things so if you give me a platform to just talk i will talk i love this stuff i breathe this stuff yep i can attest to that so (laughs) but it's very interesting because (laughs) it's good for you to have a platform i.e not me I'm kidding. I love him. And he's made me a better person. Um, And also remember to write reviews on the platform you like to use. And tell your friends about us. Spread the word if you like it. If you like it. If you don't. If you think we're like annoying, pray for us then. You got to do something. So there's... Please help us. (laughs) Help us. Yeah, we've lost our way. Just pray for our souls, man. That's the best thing you could do. All right, y'all. Have a great and blessed week, everyone. Thanks for uh, joining us this week. Bye. Yeah.